Welcome. To That Comic Smell Podcast. David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. Towards the end of year, rather than middle of the year. Yeah, I, 
Or do they have a weird kind of financial year thing where it's yeah. like well, it gives, July 2015 to see, It gives the July chance that something is published in December of 2015. At least you have six months to be able to yeah. actually read it or, or yeah, be able right. to see that work. So I, I imagine that's the, that's the reason behind right. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not like, it's not like films and music where you get most of your stuff at the kind of beginning or middle of the year so it, it there's always stuff, stuff coming out yeah it's I don't know they, a lot of stuff gets released sort of nearer the end of the year I would say there's yeah. a lot of stuff gets released sort of nearer Christmas and yeah. by the looks of things I don't know if that's so actually that the case it just more August it seems like oh, yeah. we're only six weeks I mean th- think, think about it it was weeks. only what two three months ago that the big two started doing their big relaunches with Civil Wars and oh. rebirths and all that jazz but that's what I'm saying yeah. just like on a publishing standpoint that's yeah the big two yeah <laughs> give them them two <laughs> them two actually they're the big two <laughs> so what did you make of them then I had a quick look through it I had a look through all of them yeah. I was saying to David as well before Hey, you guys arrived. I actually tried getting a brief description of each one, but there's mm. such a some vast of list. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I've read some of them. Yeah, yeah there's some of them. So many of them, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of them on the list that I was very, very taken by mm-hmm. and really wanted to delve more Following into. the description that you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just seeing sort of um, little bits, little uh, pages of the inside, uh, seeing the covers and whatever, and seeing what they were about. I thought it was going to be like four or five. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, no. best comic, best writer, best artist, <laughs> best graphic novel. No, like I said, that's, that's, it. It. No. that's it. Like I said, it's like the Oscars of the comic world. So you've got yeah. the Oscars, you've got best sound ten, production. Ten year, ten year ten. I must admit, I've, I've read something this year that won a lot of Eisner Awards. Uh, the Fables run. Oh, right, okay. They, run, they won loads of Eisner's. <laughs> and every like graphic novel I'd read, it'd be like one or two extra. It'd be like, oh, you know, volume two, be like, oh, winner of Eisner Award, or volume three, oh, winner of two or three Eisner yeah. Awards. Yeah. And it just kept getting more and more. Yeah. So, well, best short the, story. Yeah, we'll just make we'll mm-hmm. a minute. So, best short story, we've got um, Black Death in America by Tom King and John Paul Leon. Uh, Hand Me Down by how do you say that? Christian Christina Brzezinski let's get started on the pronunciation <laughs> yeah this is going to be <laughs> terrible <laughs> um, it's going to be okay by Matthew Inman Inman? yeah mm-hmm. Inman. Uh, in the oatmeal um, mm-hmm. Killing and Dying by Adrian Tomine Tomine Adrian Tomine Lion and Mouse. Fourteen. That was good. What was that? Um, Killing and Dying. Oh, the Killing and Dying. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. What is Optic? Well, that's the. Is it? It's one of the. Is that that one of the? Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's what sorry? The series. It's a series. So it's been going. I don't know. Twenty thirty. And the last nominee. Lion and Mouse by R. Sikoriak and Fable Comics. And the winner was... Killing and Dying. Hey! That was good. By Adrian Tomin. Oh, that's the one you read. Yeah. Seems like that came out ages ago to me. I haven't read that. Is it good? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
I read that. I remember it was about that um, somebody wanted to be a stand-up comedian, like a teenage girl. All oh, right, okay. And, a, and, a, and a, it was about a mum and dad sort of wanting to encourage him, but also being worried about him. Getting laughed at in a bad way, you know. And then, and then the mum kind of, you, you, as you're reading it, you see the mum's no well. Like, you seriously no well. That's going on, although nobody ever says that. Mm. And then it kind of, and then she's not around anymore, the mum. And then she's still being, yeah, so it was good. I was reading it and it, uh, I remember it made me feel things, you know. Which is, yeah, oh, that's that's good, always yeah. good, isn't it? I like, comic. I like um, Adrian to to yeah. when he did that yeah. shortcomings. Yeah, which well, was collections of the optic nerve stuff as well. Is it? Yeah, that was that was really good. That was really really mm-hmm. good. It was kind of strange seeing, you know, that his relationship when they were, he's he's sort of saying to him, you know, I'm Asian, you're Asian, this, yeah, this should yeah. work, and you're like, <laughs> that's okay, that's yeah. not how it works, mate. You know, yeah. And she ends up, I think she should not end up with some like a white guy or something, and it ends up, he's like, what thing was that? What does this mean? A bit of collection of the really early stuff, that yeah. yeah. It was nice, it was really nice, yeah. nicely done. Oh, well, a worthy one, yeah. Well, I read that it's going to be okay by Matthew Inman. Oh, yeah, that, made me, that made me feel something. That's online, yeah, it's online, yeah. And it was, well, that was, that was good. It was just oh, a wee really? short story okay. about a, a co pilot in a plane oh. that's going down and he comforts a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes through this big story and then it tells you at the very end that it's a true story on is it Gene Rottenberry? The yeah, Star Trek. Star Trek yeah. Yeah. And it's like he survived three plane crashes, blah blah blah. And it was like this big bit at the end, it was like mm. um, this story's not really an ode to him, it's to show you to seize the day and mm-hmm. take a chance, blah blah blah. And I sort of Oh, it was fantastic. It was one of those ones that sort of it looks like it's got an alternative storyline to it. Yeah. And it just kind of so you about said it's short. Oh, it's really short. Like you could you could flick through that in a second. Oh right. Wow. It's great. Yeah. So that that's two of them that are actually good. Yeah. Maybe these are good. Maybe nominated. I think that's the idea. I mean, they are because you know, yeah. our Sicker, I haven't read that, but he's generally good. Did you look he up? Does all the... Did you look it up at least to see what it was? No, it but was... I know that stuff. He does it in the style of yeah, kids, kids and things. Kids yeah. fables, but right, it was yeah. just uh, but it was fantastic. Like, it looked uh, great. Yeah, okay. it looked great. So they're just <clears> like these are all the ones that I was sort of looking at. Going, cool. these are fantastic. Anyway. Yeah. We'll be here forever if we yeah. focus on next one. one. So next one. Best single issue and mm. one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Blanket of Butterflies by Richard Van Camp and Scott B. Henderson. Uh, I Love This Part by Tilly. Would you say it's Tilly? Mm-hmm. Tilly, uh, Walden. Tilly Walden. Uh, Mowgli's Mirror by Oliver Shrowen. Uh, Pope Hats Number 4 by Ethan Riley. And Silver Surfer number 11, Never After by Dan Slott and Michael Allred. And the winner, winner was Silver Surfer. The winner was Silver Surfer. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Silver Surfer number 11. I haven't read that. No. I read the first trader. Yeah. That Silver Surfer, which was interesting. It was nice. Yeah. So it was nice to look at. I didn't really pay attention to the story, to be honest. So I don't really know right. if that speaks anything on Dan Slot. But. Uh, best continuing series? 
uh, Bandette by Paul Tobin and Colleen Coover. Oh. Uh, Giant Days by John Allison Liza. People are going to have to be, I'm not very yeah. good with Lisa Trayman. And Max Sarin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Invincible by Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley, and Cliff Rathbone. Silver Surfer Again by Dan Slott and Michael Allred. Or Southern Bastards by Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. Southern and Bastards? Win, with the winner. Southern Bastards, yeah. Is there no one reading any of that? I haven't, no. Well, I read no. Southern Bastards. Yeah? Um, it's alright. Very good. Um, I think it's very hard to. Relate to if you're a northern bastard. No, just if you're from, yeah. If you're from, I think if you're from Britain in general, it's very hard to relate. Oh, why is it south, south USA? Yeah, and it's about you know run Yeah, Heck Town. It's run by all we know is football team and a coach. What we see on the how it's portrayed in the media, unless you went and spent some time there. Kind of Yeah, that's fun. Confederate flags and everything. That's another oh, childhood uh, yeah, it's memory. There you go. That you has it got a brief description? Yeah, it's a. Um, so have a look. This is the description by Image Plus, which is a magazine that Image publishes mm-hmm. and uh, regularly. Uh, so the description says Southern Busters is. Um, a description says Walking Tall by way of Friday Night Lights, with a small Alabama town fixated on football and barbecue being run. With an iron fist by the local high school football coach. One man comes back to his hometown and decides to stand up and take his town back, but quickly finds that the only thing that runs through the town thicker than the barbecue sauce is blood. <laughs> so, matching Aaron's Elmore Leonard inspired writing is Latour's art, which features characters aged and broken by time and the murderous secrets they keep. And an unflinchingly harsh portrait of the modern American South. If you're a fan of crime stories and shows like Justify, Southern Busters is a must read. Oh. So, I've never watched Justify myself. But Jason Aaron also did, did not Jason Aaron write um, a series for Vertigo? Yes, uh, did he not do Scalped? A scalped, yes. Yeah. With the American yeah. Indians and mm-hmm. how, they, how they are surviving in society and yeah. nowadays and the conflicts and that part. Mm-hmm. I never had the chance to read that. I've no. read about it, but I never had a chance to read that. Yeah, so it gets a lot of praise, but yeah. I never, never ever had the I chance to sit there and read it. One graphic novel of it. Is it good? Uh, it didn't really do it for me. No, but maybe because I just dipped in and it wasn't like from the start, so I didn't know who. Right. Okay. I suppose if it's something, if it's a story or or a region or something so localized that if you are not in contact with it, you are not knowledgeable, but then it's difficult for you perhaps to connect with the story. I suppose that's what ambassadors for us living here in the UK is. The only thing we know is perhaps what we watch in films, yeah, or TV exactly. series, which, how realistic is that? It, it, yeah. I've got good friends that are Southern Bastards. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe it's a different type of Southern Bastard. Yes. Yeah, Some of your different. best friends are Southern, Southern Bastards. Bastards. Anyway, <laughs> move on. I mean, Colleen Coover's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Does she do 
So, do you remember something called Banana Sundays? I'm sorry. Mm, yeah. No. No. I liked okay, it. When I liked, when I liked that up as well, I never saw anything on that. That bandette actually did look very interesting, though. Mm. Uh, a costumed bank robber, which was interesting. It's a woman as well, so it's okay. not just your oh, typical right. dude running yeah. about. But it was quite mm. interesting. Not, you know, you're not costumed hero or anything. Yeah. It was actually like a robber. Anyway. Right. Uh, best limited series uh, Chrononauts by Mark Miller and Sean Murphy The Fade Out by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips Lady Killer by Joel, Joel. Joel Jones and Jimmy S. S. Rich Minimum Wage So Many Bad Decisions by Bob Fingerman and The Spire by Simon Spurrier Spurrier, Spurrier. Spurrier yeah. uh, and Jeff Stockley I've read three of them and the winner was the Fade Out by Abra Baker and Sean Phillips again by Image Comics yeah I've read a bit of that of the three that I've read I would pick that yeah that is good what other one have you read? Chrononauts the first four and the first one of the Spire right and you studied minimum wage back when it was going in the 90s I've not picked up again since it is that like a redoing or is that a continuation? I think it's, yeah, they've just picked the story up again right. from what I see. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good back in the day. Was it about. It was this, it was kind of this guy's life, you know. Right. It was just that kind of. Because minimum wage as a concept, we it wouldn't have been around then, would it? That's in right. The 90s? That's right. Yeah, it didn't really mean anything, I'll tell you. Uh, but it was called well, minimum wage. Mm. Well, it was, it was American. Yeah. Ah, right. Oh, okay. some American. Oh, maybe there's something. Yeah, maybe they've yeah. had the minimum wage for years and years. So. I'm sure they've had because you get that in the films all the time. Yeah, working for minimum wage, right. man. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, Bob Fingerman did something called Monkey Junk, and please do go and Google that right now if you're listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, best new series, Bitch Planet by. Kelly Sue the Conic and Valentine or Time the Landro. Um, Harrow County by Colin Bunn and Tyler Crook. Kajumat by Xander Cannon. Uh, Monstrous by Mar- Mar- Marjorie Liu. Oh my god. Marjorie Maybe somebody else that. Maybe somebody else should do this. Marjorie Liu and Sama Takeda. Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughan and Cliff Chang and The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl by Ryan North and Erica Henderson and the winner is well. Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughan and Cliff Chang That's the winner Well, really? Well, I read one I read the first issue and I thought I don't want to read that again <laughs> <laughs> So okay. I stopped at and one. that's it but, you know, out of them, I, I heard lots of good things about Bitch Planet. I, I, mm-hmm. I arrived a bit late to that. I wanted to start that from the start, but I never did. And Harrow County. I got Harrow County from the start. That was all right. And Monstrous. Monstrous was good. Monstrous, I read a few things, and certainly it looks beautiful. The art, the was art is amazing. Yeah. Mm. Real, really good art. Uh, the story nice. itself, I don't know, but. Um, it Anyway, I haven't, I haven't yeah. so that was that. I, I saw a bitch plan in a, in a comic shop just before 
and I just saw it on the shelf and thought, oh, top, top, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was an old man because there was a, something called Bitch Planet shouting at me. Right. And I thought, oh, off. Oh. Oh. How oh, dare they? Yeah. Oh. I've got a cheek. Some of my comics. Oh, you said that to me. Best <clears throat> publication for early, early readers. readers. Yeah, up to age eight. Uh, Anna Banana and the Chocolate Explosion by Dominique Rocks and Alexis Dormo. Uh, Little Robot by Ben Hatke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Only Child by Gujing. Uh, she He We by Lee Nordling. Mm. A Mary Shea mm. Boss. Thank you. Uh, written and drawn by Henrietta by Linears. Right. <clears throat> and the winner was... Little Robot by Ben Hapke. Couldn't know anything about it. Is he the guy that did Zeta the Space Girl? Ben Hapke. Remember, remember Zeta the Space Girl? No? Just in a little bit. Sorry. No. 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 Sorry, no. You know, this, this is just full of me saying... <laughs> maybe this, maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> Find the I have to be honest. I have to put my hand up. There's many of them I don't know. So there's few. Yeah, there's quite a lot. I, know of them. I, don't know. Yeah. I would have liked to sit down in front of the computer and try to search uh-huh. about the that's, that's Fortunately, yeah. most of it. I, I haven't been able to. That little robot looked actually quite interesting, even yeah. though it was you know early readers up to age eight. It looked quite nice. Uh-huh. It just looked nice. I didn't see any of the story. It just mm-hmm. looked really nice. Um, Can't go wrong with young kids and robots. Yeah. They love them. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, best publication for kids aged 9 to 12. Uh, Baba Yaga's Assistant uh, by Marika Makula and Emily Carroll. Just like the names in this section. Child <laughs> <laughs> Soldier When Boys and Girls Are Used in War by Jessica D. Humphreys, Michael Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales and the Underground mm-hmm. Abductor by Nathan Hale. Uh, Over the Garden Wall by Pat McHale, Amalia Lavare and Jim Campbell. Uh, Roller Girl by Victoria Jameson. And Sunny Side Up by Jennifer <coughs> Holm and Matthew Holm. Oh, is that like a, do you think that's like a married couple or a, a brother-sister team? Married couple. Yeah, yeah. Uncle, yeah. brother, sister. And the winner was Over the Garden Wall. Mm. That's some uh, child soldier when boys and girls are used in war. That's quite a title. Is that, yeah. is that a faction? It's what it is, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. that would be interesting to look at how they've handled that. Mm-hmm. That Over the Garden Wall mm. is a TV show. Is it? Yeah, Cartoon Network TV show. Yeah. Never watched it, but it's, yeah, that was just. What came first? TV show that's right. adapted to really? a TV show, yeah, okay, which is interesting to see it win an Eisner, yeah, yeah, like a, a spin off, an adaptation thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, best publication mm. for teens, age 13 to 17, Awkward by it's with Lana Shmakova. <laughs> that's the right title for that age group, isn't it? Awkward, <laughs> Awkward yeah. it looks good as well, actually. Uh, mm. Drown City, Hurricane Katrina, and New Orleans by mm. Don Brown. Uh, March Book 2 by John Lewis, Andrew Eden and Nate Powell. Moose by Max Guess. Oyster War by Ben Towell. And Super Mutant Magic Academy by Gillian Tamaki. 
Right. And, and the winner was Super Mutant Magic Academy. Uh-huh. I remember Jillian Tomati from Skim. Yeah. Um, best humor publication. Cyanide and Happiness, Stab Factory by Chris Wilson, Rob <laughs> Den Bleeker, and Dave for there, careful there. McElfordrick. Deep Dark Fears by Fan Christ. We apologise <laughs> to the McElfordrick family. <laughs> I can't everyone who's numb like that. Sex <laughs> Castle by Kyle Starks. Uh, Step Aside Pops, A Hark, A Vagrant Collection by Kate Beaton, and Your, or You Are, by Eric Haven. Or Er, or Er, yeah. the Sumerian <coughs> city it could be. And the winner was Step Aside Pops, A Hark, mm-hmm. A Vagrant Collection, Kate Beaton. I would like to uh, investigate that. I like best human publication. Sign Out and Happiness are amazing. Yeah? Yeah, I love them. They're great, just like good comic strips um, and they have good um, online videos as well like animated things they're just cool. great they're almost like stick men but they're just they've got a wee bit more detail one, one of their one of their little strips that I saw the other day was hilarious it's a, just a wee four panel thing it's a guy and a girl having an argument it's like you've got a small dick and the other one's like yeah well you've got saggy tits and she's like I'm out here and he says don't let you in this second to last panel don't let the door hit you on the way out and in the last panel it's a door smacking her in the face like it's got a face and it's smacking which is fantastic <laughs> uh, best digital webcomic uh, Bandette by Paul Tobin and Colleen Coover Fresh Romance uh, edited by Janelle As- As- Asoy uh, The Legend of Wonder Woman by Renee Deleuze uh, Lighten Up by Ronald Wimberley and These Memories Won't Last by Stu Campbell. And the winner was Bandit. Ooh. So it lost nominated, out. yeah, for yeah. someone else. Well, lost yeah. out on one but one on another. Hmm. Colin Coover. Do you remember Banana Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> is it a comic? <laughs> what is it? Can you, can you look it oh, up? This is just been like a deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> Banana Sunday, right? We got early, early 2000. We got a look at Is it a comic? It was like four issues back then. Banana Sunday. Oh no, Banana Sunday. There we go. Colleen Cooper. Yeah. 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 Root in the bony. So is it her that does the art? Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I remember it was good. Really good. And that's about all I remember about it. I must. Have a look through it again. Hmm. What a category did they just win? That one? The be- uh, the best that was Best Digital. Ah, oh, Best Web yeah. Comic. Right. Yeah. That Bandit, yeah? That Chance. looks like Bandit. Ah. Yeah, that's There's Bandit. There's a bit of a Spider, uh, spider Woman colour thing going on there, isn't there? Yeah, red and yellow, black. Nice. Good. Nice art. Oh, that's Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> Very good. Go. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay, so we move on. Uh, best anthology. Uh, Drawn and Quarterly, 25 years of contemporary cartooning, comics and graphic novels. Edited by Tom Devlin. Uh, Eat More Comics, The Best of the Nib. Uh, edited by Matt Bowers. Uh, 24-7, edited by Dan Berry. 
Uh, Mouse Guard Legends of the Guard Volume 3, edited by David Peterson and Rebecca Taylor. Uh, Peanuts, a tribute to Charles M. Schultz, edited by Shannon Waters, or Waters, as that actually looks. Mm. Uh, and the winner was John and Quarterly, 25 years of contemporary cartoon and comics and graphic novels, edited by Tom Devlin. It's a sin. When, when Peanuts is sitting uh, in the best anthology, well, it should win. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great book, though, that drone. Yeah, yeah. That's a full of stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know that Peanuts book. Is that other people doing Peanuts? Or is it a collection of him? I'm not actually so too sure. A tribute to yeah. Charles M. If it's that, then okay. Yeah. Drone and Quarterly, has it? Mm. I'll let them off. <laughs> <laughs> That's allowed. Because they have been doing new comics for people. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the uh, fans were not too happy about mm. that either. Mm-hmm. Like they did with Asterix. You yes. Have you read that drawn on Quarterly then? That one. I've not read all of it. Yet, right. it's, it's enormous. It's huge. It's like this thick. Alright. Okay, I'm going to skip out pronouncing the names just what? purely because I can't do it. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing a very good job of getting the names so I'm going to just say it and then when it comes to the winner we can say who it was if you want to if anybody wants to look them up at Emily or Bate they can you've got the email that's fine yeah um, uh, so best reality based work The Arab of the Future Childhood in the Middle East 1978 mm. to 1984 uh, Displacement A Travel Log mm. um Hip Hop Family Tree, Book 3, 1983 mm. to 1984. Invisible Ink, My Mother's Secret Love Affair with a Famous Cartoonist. Mm. Uh, March, Book 2, by John Lewis, The Story of My Tits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the winner was. March, Book 2. Yeah. That was raking in all the. That's a lot yeah, of the March has been, been getting really good reviews. Yeah. Um, What's it about? Oh, it's, it's like uh, already it's based, uh, it's based in a in a march that uh, civil I mean, rights, uh, yeah, civil rights march essentially, and a protest that uh, God, black it? American decided to walk through and created this march. And Who, there the is a film that is in there. That is a couple of books, and this is the second one. Yeah, so it's the one today. Selma. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's God, who's who's the who's the senator that's at the forefront of this book though? John Lewis. Yeah. Is it John Lewis? Yeah. Right. Senator John Lewis. He's the one that's He's been done doing as the author. He yeah. won the Eisner Award. He's been doing all the promo and everything for it as well and going on I think that's on volume three now. Going on Colbert and all this. I've stuff. read it is, yeah, it just got done. Yeah. I've read some of the story of my tits. Yeah, Did you? Online. Oh, yes. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. top shelf. Yeah. It was an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it's well. It's more from this point of view of if you're a woman and of if you're the period of the being a teenager and mm-hmm. and how. So, from a man point of view, is is perhaps more difficult to understand that position. But I thought it was an interesting way to put it through. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was so what I read. A few gives you an insight. Well. A nice piece of feminist literature. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was was interesting. So good. Just it's a good title. Um, what was the title again? <laughs> the story, story of my tits. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 
Um, best graphic album, new. Uh, Long Walk to, Bal to Valhalla. Uh, Nan Nanjing or Nanyang. Uh, the Burning City. Uh, Ruins. Uh, Sam Zabel and the Magic Pen. And The Thrilling Adventures of Lovelace and Babbage. So, so I've got to like plead a bit of ignorance here, but what do we mean by best graphic album? What 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 do we mean by album? Best graphic album? I don't quite uh, I'm not too sure actually. Graphic album, is it just a graphic novel or I would imagine it would be a graphic novel. Artwork. No. no. I was gonna say maybe they weren't coming out as periodicals before they collected them or something. So it'll be a graphic novel. So it'll be a graphic novel. But I know the Dylan Horrocks one, the Sam Zabel, that, I was reading that online while he was doing it. He was putting it mm. on the page. Right. So it's online. maybe just a collection of... And then... Where the winner was Ruins. Ruins. By Peter Cooper. Yeah, he's good. I haven't read that, but he did World War Three, World War Three magazine. And oh, really? There was something called the system that he did. Hmm. That was good as well. So I'm sure that would be good. Yeah. Um, best graphic album reprint. Uh, Angry, huh? Angry Youth Comics. Roses in December, a story of love and Alzheimer's. The less than epic adventures of TJ and Amal Omnibus. Nimona. And Soldier's Heart, the campaign to understand my World War II uh, veteran, my sorry, my World War II veteran father. Mm -hmm. And the winner was Nimona. Yes, I've read a small bit of Nimona. It's quite good actually. Quite enjoy it. So what is that? Is it a regular? It's just a graphic novel. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it was maybe online before, mm -hmm. and then it got collected into a graphic novel. Right. It's nice though. Really, really nice. Very modestly priced on uh, Amazon. Oh, you right. can get it for like seven quid or something. It's quite a thick book as well. It's good. That um, the Nimona one. Yeah, the Nimona yeah. one. That roses in December as well. Story of Love and Alzheimer's. That looked very interesting when I was looking at it. Um, best adaptation from another medium. Uh, Captive of Friendly Cove, based on the secret journals of John Jewett. Uh, City of Clowns. Uh, Ghetto Clown. Oh my god. Lafcadio. Lafcadio. The Faceless Ghost. And other macabre tales from Japan. Uh, and Two Brothers. And the winner was Two Brothers. There we go. Yeah. Which was adapted from what? On a I've video read, game? I've read something by them too, and I can't remember what it is. Probably Aluminum Gabriel Bob. A Star Horse, which makes me think it had to have been from some sort of film, TV show, or game. And there is a game called Two Brothers that could be adapted very well. Oh, yeah. Into a adaptation from it, yeah. Was it Day Tripper you read? Just like <clears throat> Probably, yeah. Oh. Was that them behind that? Yeah. 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 Oh. Interesting. Oh. Um, 
Best US edition of international material. Mm. Alpha. Ellipses. Directions. The Eternaut. A, a glance backward. The March of the Crabs. And the Realist. And the winner was the Realist. By Asaf Hanuka. It's it's weird. The only one I know is the Eternal by Osterheld and Solano Lopez, which is an Argentinian comic. Is science the, fiction. Is that the cover with the guy with the snorkel on? With the, the scuba diving mask. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That looked that looked like an amazing book. A, it was well, it's a it's it's the legendary comic. Mm. Then in the Spanish language is is one of the cartoons I have to read. Yeah, because it's based in the period where Argentina there's a lot of political conflict and dictatorship and mm-hmm. disappearance and things like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is touched via the science fiction and the stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah. certainly it's very interesting to look at. Yeah. And although you miss in this category, actually they won a prize in another category. Oh, did they? Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, best US edition of International Material Asia. Uh, Assassination Classroom, Volumes 2 and 7. A Bright Story, Volume 7. Master Keaton, Volumes 2 and 4. Showa, uh, 1953 to 1989, A History of Japan. Uh, a Silent Voice, and Sunny, Volume 5. And the winner was... Showa, 1953-1989, A History of Japan. I'm noticing a lot of drawn and quarterly stuff. Up in these things, yeah, yeah, it's a good company, you know, they publish, yeah, good quality stuff. So, I mean, so far, that's one is that the publishing two, house, three, Drawn Quarters, but they also four, do a magazine called Drawn Quarters, yeah, it's yeah. a comic, mm-hmm. five, yeah. so that's five. Uh, we so back to back comic, in it? or is it like articles and stuff? Used to, used to be. The anthology, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an anthology. Yeah. I've never read it. I don't know. No. Uh, best archival collection slash project strips. Uh, we have Beyond Mars, Cartoons for Victory, The Complete Funky Winker Bean Volume 4. Fantastic title. Love it. The Funky Winker Bean. <laughs> The Eternaut, uh, Kremos, The Lost Art of Miso Ramponi, uh, Volumes 1 and 2, and White Boy in Skull Valley. And when it was? The Eternaut, which the I Eternaut. mentioned earlier on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, interesting one. A good one. Fantagraphics has that, done the book. I've saw this book in. Was it? I'm at Edinburgh last year. Mm-hmm. So, hardback, a slightly landscape shape mm-hmm. publication. So, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's black and white. So, just kind of your best archival collection, is this, does that mean that they've pulled some up, some old stuff out of somewhere and, and reprinted it that hasn't been in print for a while? Is that what that well is? Best archival collection. I don't know. Uh, for example, the Eternaut, I believe the edition that we know by um, 
Fantagraphics is a compilation of different stories and strips as right. they were published and trying to compile it and put it together in a book. So that, I don't know if that's, that's the current. That's what? the. What's that one? Is that the one that's this one? Is the that e the one that the won the award? Fantagraphics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eternal. Yeah. For that one, in, for that job in particular, I feel funky. like I feel like that complete funky Winker being volume four. Yeah, I feel like there doesn't actually need to be any other volumes there because that on its own would be a funny name. Yeah, exactly, if it actually started on volume Absolutely. four. Yeah, anyway, great. Never mind. complete funky Winker being volume four. four. That's first it. one. Um, best archival collection slash project comic books. Uh, Frank Miller's Ronin Gallery edition. Uh, P. Craig, P. Craig Russell's Murder Mystery and Other Stories Gallery Edition The Puma Blues The Complete Saga uh, Walt Disney's Uncle Scrooge and Donald Duck The Don Rosa Library Volumes 3 and 4 and Walt Kelly's Fairy Tales and the winner was Walt Kelly's Fairy Tales well I don't know these editions certainly I know Ronin by Miller mm -hmm. and I know the Walt Disney's Uncle Scrooge and all that. Mm -hmm. Don Rosa. Everyone should read that at some point in life. Oh yeah, is it really good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, the Disney comics. Probably in Italy, you got it through Topolino. In Spain, we had Don Mickey, which with these publications where they there was yeah. quite a few little format. Yeah, there was one for was... in Italian. It's it's got bloody name the character, but. <laughs> but it's the little yellow bird. Uh, the little mischievous yellow bird in one of the cartoons. What, in Looney Tunes? Is that for the Warner Bros or that's from... Them old Walt Disney Tweety. ones. Tweety, yeah. That's Looney Tunes, that's Warner Bros. That's oh, that's right, right. But yeah, I can imagine they probably were published in the same sort of format. Yeah. Because they was... But yeah. Uh, Best writer, uh, Jason, Ar uh, Jason Aaron for Southern Bastards, uh, Men of Wrath, Doctor Strange, Star Wars, and Thor. John Allison for Giant Days, Ed Brubaker for The Fade Out, Velvet, and Criminal Special Edition, uh, Marjorie Liu, Liu uh, for Monstrous, and G. Willow Wilson for Ms. Marvel. And the winner was Jason Aaron. For Southern Bastards. Another one. Men on Wrath, Doctor yeah. Strange, Star Wars, and Thor. I've read some of the Thor. Is it good? Is yes. that Lady Is that Lady Thor? And he also he's done He's done the other one as well. Previous to Lady Thor, to the Thor, which is the woman, yeah. Oh, previous okay. to that. Uh, the Star Wars series and Doctor Strange is quite good as well. I quite like that. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Cool. And from Able Breaker, I recommend Velvet. Velvet. Really, really good. Oh, you'd said that to me before as well. Yeah. yeah. It's just now in a, in a post, in a hiatus just now, but I've done about, I think, 16 issues. Wow. And really, really good series. What's it but about? It's about spies. It's actually espionage. Oh, spies. Yeah. But it's um, kind of been in the 60s, early 70s period. Right. And so, kind of the Cold War, and but the main thing is the main character is a woman, right? Yeah. 
and that's what makes it really interesting. And it's all told from her point of view, and, and you know, because she's living this world of men, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. especially it's a man's too. world, etc. But she's the one actually is kicking ass. Right. Yeah. Uh, very good series, actually. Very, yeah. very good. Even if you don't like spy and espionage, give it a try because it's worth it to read it. And maybe you tell and me the art is really good. I like that. Uh, best writer slash artist uh, Bill Griffith for Invisible Ink My Mother's Secret Love Affair with a Famous Cartoonist uh, Nathan Hale for Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales The Underground Abductor uh, Sydney Padua uh, with The Thrilling Adventures of Lovelace and Barrage uh, Ed Piscor for Hip Hop Family Tree Volume 3 and Noah Van Skyver for Fante Bukowski. Bukowski. Yeah, and St. Cole, which I read Fanta Bukowski. Is there anything to do with the writer Bukowski? Yeah, it's a guy who believes himself to be oh, one. It's the right. kind of synopsis of like, we've all got that one mate who thinks he's Bukowski or... Uh, it's true, actually. Yeah, yeah we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got a thing. Yeah, I have read growing up who thought he was Bukowski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Which gets me worried, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. gets me worried. No, it's like, but they've got they've got other things like other people on it as well. It's not you. You're clearly oh, Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Trevor. Oh, he was. Oh wait, no, uh, Steve Trainer. <laughs> Steve Trainer, Trevor <laughs> Rogers. It wasn't Steve Rogers. And the winner was. The winner was uh, Bill Griffith for Invisible Ink, mm. My Mother's Secret Love Affair with a Famous Cartoonist. Who's the famous cartoonist? Don't know. Uh, I'm going to take just a small break for just two minutes because we're, we're battling through these. Um, it's quite interesting. For you three folks here, I would say you were pretty up to date and yet it's interesting to see how much we don't know from the list. Wow. I personally wouldn't consider myself up to date, but <laughs> no, but you know. You'd... But yeah, I'm overwhelmed by how much there's potential good stuff to read yeah. that I haven't well, even read. Yeah, heard that's of. the thing. That's the thing you need to look at it. Mm. As the like, I was going to say, do you look at it at the point of, you know, I've missed out on so much, or do you look at it as oh god, none of this is anything, but. It is, it's that whole thing. And look to at the rest of Yeah, the you look stuff. at that list and go, God, it's just so well, much yeah. stuff. To, they to read or to look at least. Yeah, it's exactly. growing. So that, yeah. that's how I look at that. Yeah, and me yes, too. You know, but it's just me, I don't know. But you just have to be honest, you know. Well, sorry, I don't know these people. I know a lot of few of them, but... Yeah. It's just so much being published, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just so interesting. There's only so many hours of the day you can mm-hmm. actually dedicate. Exactly. I would love to be able to... To read and you know, get several hours a day. <laughs> but this is the, the situation. But yeah, I mean, I highlighted the winners, and I've taken out, I've taken out a few other names and titles that mm-hmm. I want to have a look. I want to read about it, and I want to read it and, and compare. Because I always say it today, you know, you need to read more comics. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The, the, the only, the only person that ever said that to me in my life. Well, you, need to you will always, comments. you will always remember that. Yeah, I won't. You, um, <laughs> is there ones on this list, David, as well, that you would look at and go, I mind reading that, I mind reading that? Uh, yeah, probably. I've not been thinking about that in mind going along, but... No, just... Yeah, I mean, even, um, 
Yeah, as I say, that from the first category, all of them, you know, seemed good. Yeah, taking the penalty. I, I guess I was surprised. You know, yeah. usually I'm pretty watch, you know. It's all just a scam, isn't it? <laughs> but um, is it not maybe? But no, these are actually good. Some of them, yeah. Is it not maybe that past the past couple of years? Uh, well, so I've so I've heard from listening to other other comics folks speak about it. Hmm. Past couple of years in the Eisners and the Harveys and everything, there hasn't been there hasn't been a lot to sort of pick from. They, they, they sort of look at them and to be honest, I never paid attention big ones. because there wasn't a lot of output or because no, it's just there was It was just like it was all sort of the bit, either the big two uh, or like it, just sort of a handful of image stuff and that was it. But well, I did see that the, the Harveys, the Harvey Awards this year were completely swamped by one company. Really? It was like every category had like three books by, I can't remember what the company was, but so obviously something had gone on. We can, and we can have a look. Black Mask. Perhaps. No. no. We, can have a, we can have a look. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to it and get through them. We've not got long to go, actually. There's um, probably so many more really good books as well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. That didn't even yeah. get the nomination. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the thing that goes to show, you know, this is only... Mm-hmm. A pick of five in each category. That's right, and there's going to be loads of groups. Yeah. And is this, who nominates these? How, does it go on numbers by they've got, they've got professionals? A, they've got a, a board. Yeah, they've got a board. Oh, yeah. right, okay. The Harveys is picked by creators who mm-hmm. nominate other creators. Whereas this is a board of people who people, pick it. Right. Much, like the, much like the Oscars in that respect as well, yeah. where they pick the films to go forward it's a board of people, board of people right. actually rather than the creatives doing it but these are the people actually yeah. have been or they are involved right. in comics okay mm. uh, so next one is best penciler slash inker or penciler slash inker team uh, we have Michael Allred Silver Surfer and Art Ops I read Art Ops yeah good yeah we're right. Uh, Cliff Chang for Paper Girls, Erica Henderson for Jughead and Unbeatable Scorgo, uh, Joelle Jones for Lady Killer and Brides of Helheim, and Nate Powell for March Book 2. And the winner was. Uh, the winner was Cliff Chang. Mm-hmm. Paper mm-hmm. Girls. On Paper Girls. Mighty Match Comics. <laughs> My favourite comic of 2016. <laughs> According to Image Comics, you know, they say that Paper Girls, uh, which won Best New Series and also Best Penciler in Corporate Work. It would be something like, it's a love letter to the 1980s pop culture and Paper Girls serves a perfect companion piece centering on four young newspaper delivery uh, girls who stumble across a game-changing story in the autumn of 1988. So, steeped in nostalgia of the pop culture and current events during the final months of the Reagan administration, Paper Girls is a tale about the end of childhood innocence in the face mm. of nascent professional lives and the cam- sorry, camaraderie of adolescent sisterhood. Chiang proves here why he's the best penciler in the game with work that's both timeless and surreal, providing an environment awesome. where the autumn moonlight nights are both sinister and full of adventure. Oh, that's a that's a, a that's a bold statement. Well, yeah. Um, 
just remember, I'm reading the image plus magazine. Yeah, um, true, true. So, so obviously they like good to. Good sales picks there. It's something interesting, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, pretty young, Becoming yeah. Becoming of age story. It's, it's always good. Yeah, true. It's a good artist. It's a good artist. Why not? It'll probably make a very good film when Fox or somebody buys it. No doubt. Because they probably will. That sounds like a film in the making, by the sounds of it. Yeah, probably. It's a very indie, indie film. The best painter slash multimedia artist. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Federico, Federico Lucci. Lucci. I wonder yeah. if he's related to uh, Bernardo, the director. Yeah. Oh, possibly, yeah. Uh, love the tiger and love the fox. Uh, Colleen Coover for Bandette. Uh, Corita Lupatelli. Lupatelli. Is it Azuna? Dustin Nugen for The Sender. And Tony Sandoval. Sandoval. I glance backwards. And the winner was Dustin Nugen for The Sender. No, I read that The Sender. Did you? It yeah. looks nice. What about yeah. the arts? I've got to say, there were some parts of it where I was like, oh wow, that is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. So is he a multimedia artist? Yeah, I mean, it's one of them that it, ju- it just looks like watercolor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. quite kind of, I'd describe it as, it's yeah, not very see. polished, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's quite yeah. raw yeah. in a way. Um, which, which is nice, nice yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that actually, is that, Painted or is that done? I think that's that he does that technique. I don't know if he's aquarella or is that the particular. Well, it's got always painted. Yeah, but he does. He, he does, does It does say best painter. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That's the style. He's really good at. Hmm. Cool. Good. Good stuff. Um, best cover artist, uh, David Ayer with Hawkeye or Carmack or Scarlet Witch. Take your pick. Uh, Raphael Albuquerque with eight and Huck. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, that name rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda, he also did um, American Vampire. Right. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, with Scott Snyder. Ah. Um, Amanda Connor for Harley Quinn. Uh, Joelle Jones with Lady Killer and Brides of Helheim and. Ed Pisker with the Hip Hop Family Tree. Mm-hmm. And the winner was David Acha. Mm-hmm. Acha for Hosei, Carmack, and Scarlet Witch. I mean, to me, well deserved. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Um, I know the covers that Amanda Cohen has done and Rafael Duqueque, respect to that. Uh, Joel Jones, I've seen some of the Lady Killer covers for Dark Horse. And at Piscot, I've seen some of the Hip-Hop Family Tree covers via the previous catalog. Yeah, so that you can see they're quite good as well. Yeah. Very different style. I'd like to read that Hip-Hop. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm personally, I'm a big fan of David Aja and yeah, I say kudos. Well done. I like yeah, the one he, cool, he did, he did uh, like Africa Bamba and he was it's in the style of old sort of Marvel uh, comics and things. Uh, yeah. Hip-Hop Family Tree. Which are really good. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to read that. I think I want to read it also because I probably learn a lot. Yeah. So I do like some hip hop, but mm-hmm. there's probably lots that I've got a clue about. It's great. Okay. Best colouring. Best colouring, yeah. 
Uh, Laura Allred from Lady Killer, Silver Surfer and Our Tops. Mm -hmm. Jory Belair, uh, The Autumn Lands, Injection, Plutuno, Pretty Deadly, The Surface, They're Not Like Us, The X-Files, oh sorry, Zero, um, The Massive, Magneto and Vision. Whoa, they've been doing a lot of colouring. Yeah, somebody's very busy. Uh, Elizabeth Brightweiser. Uh, the Fade Out, Criminal Magazine, Outcast and Velvet. Outcast does look lovely. Yeah. Um, Velvet as well. Yeah, Velvet as well, yeah. And The Fade Out. Mm -hmm. right. uh, John Rausch, um, or Rauch. Um, the Beauty, Batman Arkham Knight, uh, Earth 2 Society and Runaways. And finally, Dave Stewart for <laughs> Abe Sapien, BPRD, Hell on Earth, Fight Club 2, Frankenstein, Underground. Uh, Hellboy in Hell, Hellboy in the B uh, and the B P R D, uh, Sandman Overture, Twilight Children, Captain America White, ah. and Space Dumplings. Sandman Overture. And that is pretty beautiful. I feel like I did that finish. Need a drink after that. Took its time, but yeah, thing is still going on. Providence. Yeah. <laughs> and the winner was Jordi Belair. For the Autumn Lands Injection, Plutona, Pretty Deadly, The Surface, They Are Not Like Us, Zero, The X-Files, The Massive, Magneto, Ambition. Woo! Sorry, I must have. Yeah, you want me to? Is it Banana Sundays? Banana Sundays. Yeah, Steve Rogers. Steve Trainer. Steve Rogers! Um, this next one is the one that really struck me, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best lettering. Right. Death but death trust. Death trust. Right, now hold there. Okay. The next, the next I'm one. Like, wait a minute. Death but death trust. To me, that was like one of the best, if not the best book of last year. Full mm -hmm. stop. Yeah. And, and then he, he turns up in best lettering. Well, and I mean... The light of them was good, but yeah. you know, so it just struck me. I thought, oh, what's that all about? Having read the start of it, oh, you just threw me then. I thought you could say what happened. Having after flight the name. No, I'm used to his name. Having <laughs> read the start of it, it is incredible. So you're right. I agree with you that appearing on best lettering. I suppose they threw him a bone. Yeah, but to maybe that's it's, it's maybe just missed the cut off. He's maybe come in after maybe. the ones of last year and then yeah. he's come to this year and he's just missed the cut-off and they've been like... But it's well, in, if he's in Ben Lennon, he should be in the other categories as well. Yeah. Do you know what? He should maybe get some other sort of honorary award. But anyway, at the end. never yeah. mind. Um, Steve Dutrow with uh, Blood Sea, Midnight Society, Plants vs. Zombies. Um, <laughs> Lucy, really good. Lucy Nisley with uh, Displacement. Uh, Try Little with Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Kevin McCluskey for We Dig Worms and the winner was the Back Death. Trashed. So what is Trashed? trashed. I've not read it. I've not read it. Uh, did we oh, it says a story, I think, of, of working on bin lines for two years. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, I've, worked yeah. on, I've, I've worked on bins. We could have a wee, a wee caption. See, see Treehouse podcast issue one. Yeah, yeah, so that, that is very true. If if you do want to hear about trash, uh, about trash in any great depth, 
listen to the Treehouse podcast. podcast episode one. It's got David speaks about it at great length and right. then they discuss it. It's an excellent book. Uh, best comics related periodical slash journalism. We are in the last two rounds of the last four categories. Uh, Alter Ego, edited by Roy Thomas. Back Issue, edited by Mike, Michael Yuri. Uh, comic Riffs Blog by Michael Kavanagh. Um, Hogan's Alley, edited by Tom Hengies. Jack Kirby Collector, edited by John Morrow. And the winner was Hogan's Alley. Mm. It's not the winner. Yeah. By Tom Heintius. 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 Uh, yeah, it's well, yeah, it was Alter Ego and Bakisha and Ducky. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, they're great. I love they're really good. Could be they're really good magazines. The yeah. thing is, is uh, in essence, that is the truth, though, isn't it? <gasps> How dare you? Children, the, com- the comics were better. Cover your ears. You see the, you see the three. <laughs> you see the three. Yeah. Yeah, the three. Pu- uh, is it three publishers or publishing houses? Two models. Two models, two models yeah. is the publisher. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, best comics related book Harvey Kurtzman the man who created mad and revolutionised humour in America uh, King of the Comics 100 Years of King Features Syndicate mm. uh, Only What's Necessary Charles M. Schultz and The Art of Peanuts mm-hmm. uh, Out of Line The Art of Jules Pfeiffer and Will Eisner Champion of the graphic novel. And the winner was... Harvey Kurtzman, the man who created mad and revolutionised mm. humour in America. That's, that's a, that, do you know That's a tough category. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would like to read all of yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I looked yeah. at that and just start going, man, yeah. that's really hard. As much as I would probably, you know, straight away on one peanuts, but... Mm-hmm. That's just... Had you heard of that, that peanuts, but... No, I haven't actually, <laughs> believe it or not. Chip Kidd as well. Yeah. Um, best academic slash scholarly work. The Blacker the Ink Constructions of Black Identity in Comics and Sequential Art. Boys Love Manga and Beyond History, Culture and Community in Japan. Graphic Medicine Manifesto. Superheroes on World Screens. And Unflattening. And the winner was the Blacker the Ink Constructions of Black Identity in Comics and Sequential Art. That's the one that captured my mind there. The title alone that was kind yeah. of that was very. I'll read that. Let's see what that is. Although I'm quite taken with unflattening. So yeah, that, doesn't give, that doesn't give you anything, yeah, which I'm is great. What's that? It's great. Harvard University Press. And we come to our final category Category here. There is five other categories after, but they were ones that won on the nominations. They were just ones that appeared in between the show. Um, best Publication Design. Beyond the Surface. The Eternaut. 
eventually everything connects. King of the Comics, 100 Years of a King Feature Syndicate. Only What's Necessary, Charles M. Schultz and the Art of Peanuts. And Sandman Gallery Edition. And the winner was... Sandman so, Gallery Gallery Edition. Wow. Well, so mm. the winner. So Peanuts got cheated three times. Uh, that's what I read. <laughs> Charles M. Charles M. Schultz got shafted. It's a sin. The last ones that were here were people that were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, judges' choices were Carl Burgos. 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 Carl Burgos. Yeah. Uh, Tove Jansen. And the voters' choice was Linda Barry, mm. Rube Goldberg, as in the Rube Goldberg machine, mm. uh, yes. Matt Groening, and Jacques Tardy. Oh. Tardy. Wow. Yeah. Rube Goldberg, as like Rube Goldberg's the machine where you hit one thing at the start and then it goes to the next thing like you hit a marble that goes into hit some dominoes oh that's what that's called it's a Rube Goldberg machine yeah oh, right. mm. interesting um, the Russ Manning Promising Newcomer Award mm. went to Dan Mora Dan Mora yeah this might be sacrilege who's Russ Manning Russ Manning yeah <sighs> Like I said, it might be sacrilege. Well, uh, it was a newcomer that never met the, it. He used to do the Star Wars newspaper strips before. Oh, really? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, right, okay. really good. Okay. He did that other, was it? He did another. Was it Madness Robot Fighter or something? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that's right. I but it's really nice. I Classic art. No, it's really good. My ignorance. Check it out. Um, the Bob Clampett Humanitarian Award went to Matthew Inman. Which was that one at the start, the best the short story one that I yeah. latched onto about the plane crash. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bill Finger Award for Excellence in Comic Book Writing oh. went to Richard E. Hughes, Elliot S. Mag 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 Magan. Magan? Is that is that two separate people? Yeah, Elliot S. Magan and Richard E. Hughes. Yeah. Bill Finger Award for Excellence in Comic Book Writing. Mm. The, the, the award itself, as far as I'm aware, is they try to give this award to people that has kind of been forgotten or passed oh, right. and averted by the general public, yeah. as Bill Finger was ah, okay. at his time. Um, many people may not know, but Bill Finger actually wrote many of the classic stories of Batman, created many of the characters, <coughs> but he never got any credit mm -hmm. for it. All the credit went to... Cocaine, yeah. and so even nowadays, when you say Batman created by Cocaine, you should always say it's Batman created by Bill Finger yeah. and Bob Kane. Yeah, in oh, my right. opinion, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. In your opinion, does Bob Kane still reside on that one, or is it just Hardly. created by Bill Finger? Hardly. Right. So it should be created by Bill Finger, but Bob Kane kind of had a, a tiny hand in it. Well, for what I read about it, like yeah. There, there's a there's a very interesting book about it, and I'm yeah, hoping it's be. gonna yeah. be in in English at some point. I forgot to bring it, but it's called uh, in Spanish it's called the Batman Asesinato Nocturna, which means Batman Night Serenade. And there's an excerpt of it, which is quite interesting. I brought that because it's a big thing. Oh yeah. 
And he knew it was going to come up at some point, so I thought, well, you know what, it's a quite good thing to bring, so it's very interesting. Is that the one that you showed me? Then? Yes. Yeah. I do yeah. hope that is going to be published. Um, I hope so too, because I would, I would very much like to read that. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, the Will Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award went to Orbital Comics and Games in London. Oh. Fantastic shop, by the way. Fantastic have shop. You went? Have you been? Yeah. I went, yeah, mm -hmm. um, two weeks ago. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't like it much. <laughs> How is it? Well, Controversial. It's big, yeah, it's big, but it sounds really. This is going to sound really bad, but. No, 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 no. The guys were nice enough when I walked in. They were very nice. You know, how are you doing? You're right mm -hmm. today. Yeah, not too mm -hmm. bad. And so I looked around, but I felt they were really overpriced, which was strange because oh. I went into Forbidden Planet down the road and I got loads of deals. Yeah. But I didn't find any deals in Orbital. I felt that even their deal comic books were priced too high. Mm -hmm. You know, there was only like a quid off. Uh, I've, been, I've been a couple of times and yeah. I always enjoy the trips there. I always found things. I paid a good price. I never found anything. I maybe never spent too long in there, but I found that Forbidden Planet was good there. Um, but on the independent uh, side, um, the one that's uh, Camden, is it Mega City? Mega City Comics. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mega City. That was good. Oh, never been there. That was nice. Is that in Glasgow? No, in London. Mega City. Oh. Is it? But yeah, it was London, wasn't it? So did Bob Kane right. do a bit of <laughs> Bob Kane do a bit of sunlight? Second. Yeah. Oh, he did more than that. Oh, I, right. I, never, I never realised that. The, yeah, he's pretty notorious for that. The big two both had a. Oh, yeah, worse than that. I mean, he took Bob Kane yeah. took credit for the creation of the stories and the creation yeah, of the characters, and he did not create them. Oh, he right. took credit for the creation of Batman in this form. And actually. It's great. I need to show you now, uh, the next time I bring the book, I'll show you an illustration of the Batman that Bob King created. Right. And then I'll show you... Is that long? Yeah. And you'll see the difference. Right. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Because Bill things are pointed to him, well, you should be this, you should be wearing this, you should be wearing that, you should be this color. And, ah. And, and you'd be amazed. So that was the... Eisner Awards. The Eisner Awards. The Eisner Awards. Got some news before we. I said to you guys to bring yeah mm -hmm. things three. Or anything. Um, news. Ninjak is being made into a live action TV show. Okay. With the guy that played Deadshot in Arrow. Okay. Or is I it don't Flash? know anymore. No. I, Arrow, yeah, Arrow. Um, okay. Arrow. Uh, yeah, I know which actor you mean, I don't know the name, but I know, I know his face, yes. I knew this would appeal to... Yeah, mm -hmm. I've read the Ninja comics, yeah, yeah. I like them. You yeah. brought the you brought the. Ninja I brought one of the Ninja, yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I like the the classic Ninja as well, that was Joker's Heart, the app, one from the 90s, that was a really good series too. They released, yeah. a, they released a wee preview shot, but it's literally just a preview shot in the back of somebody's head with some swords and that's it, so... Um, but I didn't know it was being made into a show. No, I didn't know that, but that's interesting. We'll see. Yeah. The uh, first previews of Mark Miller, Mark, Mark Miller or Millar as people call him, and uh, Greg Capullo's Reborn went up the other day. I just like Greg Capullo's art. 
It's yeah. very yeah all over the place, but I don't know what it is. Not Personally, smart. I've not looked into it myself. I knew he was working with. I knew oh, Greg, no, Greg Poole was working with Mark Miller, but um, there's there's been an intention of living very much. Wow. Not not publicised very much about it. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I think that one's great. It's not been publicised much. Yeah, that's right. And they don't want to... I was reading Marmiel doesn't want to make very much about it. Just oh. want to keep it really quiet and see right. how that builds that interest. Well, nowadays with everything is on the internet, a second. Yeah, so that was yeah. just trying to leave it like that. I'm not telling much about it. A comic strip... Ali's house uh, to cover American immigrant family for uh, it's a Lebanese uh, immigrant family, but it's like a comic, it's like a proper comic strip. So it kind of in places looks very sort of Calvin and Hobbes. Who's it? Tom Hart and Marguerite. Tom Hart. Da 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 Rosalie Lightner. I was talking about that. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. yeah, that was an amazing book. That should have been on the list somewhere. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. There you go. Well, that's in a comic strip, doing this. Yeah. But, uh, American immigrant family. Mm-hmm. I'm worth having a look at. I'm sure. It looks good. I just like I saw this one. I thought it was great. Welcome to New Jersey, home of the New Jersey Jets. Um, they play here anyway. Jets. <laughs> yes, and the Giants. Giants. Yep, and the Devils. Ah. What's wrong with that little girl? Just not this sports fan, I guess. <laughs> that was <laughs> that's that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I like seeing like proper comic strips coming mm-hmm. up. Now, you don't see a lot of them, so it's great. Mm. And uh, the other news that IDW moves from Diamond to Penguin Random House. Alright. Alright. Distribution. Wow. Okay. So, so that's quite a big thing, isn't it? Because yeah. didn't Diamond basically have the uh, Monopoly. Monopoly of it? Mm. Well, there's a whole thing here uh, saying the move clinches uh, Penguin Random House's position as the biggest graphic novel distributor with DC, Archie, Dark Horse, Kodansha, Co- Co- uh, Legendary, Titan and Vertical as their roster. Is that just for... Trade paperbacks. Yeah, just graphic novels. Ah, yeah. right. But still, like, yeah. it's still yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well. Hachette. Hachette Client Services distributes Marvel. Simon Schuster. Viz. Yeah. So, Diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have Image, Oni, and Valiant. And a couple which is interesting to see that people are, you know, moving even yeah. their graphic novels from, from Diamond. Diamond to, yeah. and really? it's like they say, it's like there's a lot of different articles on it, but it's like a lot of them have said, um, Diamond still has basically the monopoly, but yeah. it is showing that people are thinking, where else can I go? Yeah. What else can I do? So it's, it won't be long before there'll be either other companies pop, popping up or these other companies that are dealing with. Graphic novels just now, we think we could do single issues, I guess. We could do, you know, some toys, maybe, something like that, you know. So, problem with monopolies, they tend to become complacent. Luckily, yeah. it's a system that allows for competition, so. Yep. You know. It's interesting, though. I was yeah, very, yeah. Very, very, very interested by that. Mm-hmm. It was something to see. 
So, that was the answers. Mm. I'm just, do you know what? I'm, I'm actually just very taken back with how much I didn't know. Yeah. I expected to know a lot more. And obviously, mm. I knew the, a lot of the ones from Image and whatnot. I mean, obviously, you had them in the book as well. That's all the main sort of ones that I knew from that as well. But it was it was quite a surprising list. I was I was quite taken back. Mm. Um, so yeah. So suggestions, new finds, whatnot. I'm Can I start because I didn't have a lot. I've had a unfortunately I've neglected comics this month. Yeah. I've done virtually nothing. I, I have watched a Star Wars documentary, Hell Street, nineteen seventy six. It's about like the uh, the actors that play the extras. No, people like Boba Fett yeah. and stuff like that. The right. uh, the guy who plays Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. All these guys. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Um, Good to see. That was quite interesting. Uh, and I've only read yeah, one thing: Lantern City. Finished Lantern City, which was like a twelve issue thing on Arkea. Started a while ago, um, and apparently it's it's it going to spawn all kinds of TV and other things, games, I don't know. It was alright. It was a steampunk thing in a oh, kind yeah. of parallel universe okay. with, set in a dystopian world. Okay. It was alright. Yeah. Nothing more. That's it. I wouldn't really recommend it. <laughs> okay. Out of five, what would you give it? Uh, five's not a big enough thing. Okay, out of ten. ten. Out of ten, I'd say... Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six. 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 Yeah. Six. Six. Okay. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. So we wouldn't recommend it, but it was alright. Mm. Some bits alright. Some looks rather beautiful. Yeah, and I like the, I like the inventiveness of steampunk stuff. Anyway, mm. when they come up with steam powered contraptions. <laughs> so that's that. Good. Well, I've, I've brought one thing. And it's not a. I want to see it. It's not a big graphic novel. It's quite the opposite. This is, this is by Tim Kelly. He's a self-publishing guy. Okay. In New York, and uh, I I know him from from years ago. We were actually in the same. I don't know if you know what APAs are. Amateur press anthology, kind of books you put together and just say oh, right, okay. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I knew him from back then, and, and always always liked his artwork. And also the stories, and even when I didn't understand the references and everything, I still thought he was so funny, you know, just because of the timing and the proof. So even this, as soon as I, I got this one, I dreamt we got back together, but that was just a dream. You know? <laughs> that title right away, that's just typical Tim Kelly. It's kind of tragic, but funny. Yeah. And uh, so it's like eight pages, I mean, one, one picture every page. And it's just really nice, you know? Um, yeah, so that's his latest thing. Tim so is it a, actually a depiction of the dream? Yes, yeah, it's, it's just, he's just laying out this dream that he had. And, you know, you assume it's true. You don't know if it is or not, like all this autobiography stuff. But here's, yeah, I just like it. I like the style. I can imagine somebody might not like it, but that's the same with any art, eh? Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I like the look of the characters. I always thought it was quite animated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, we had so much fun, we forgot to have sex. <laughs> yeah? Good, good lines, you know? Yes, yes, I, I just like Tim Kelly. So he's just a, a little 
well, I don't know what height he is, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a guy doing it on his own. Yeah. And he's been doing it for years and he prints them up himself and he just does comics because he loves it, you know. And so it's, it's a, it looks very nice. Yeah. Mm. It's a very nice combo of the black and the orange. I've got other things he did and they're bigger than this, you know, it's not all, this isn't all what he does. He does right. thriller comics as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so have a look at that. That's cool. that's what I've enjoyed lately. Very good. Actually, now that I think about it, I also should have brought this. I got James Kajalpa's new Super Fuckers Forever. <laughs> I don't know if you ever read Super Fuckers, but he brought it back again. <laughs> no. Super Fuckers Forever. I remember reading the title and yeah. thinking, what's that about? Oh, it's, it's really good. It's really so funny. If you know Kajalpa and you like Actually, similar to Tim Kelly, you know, the style is very, you're going to like it I or not. I think I've you heard know. you speak about Yeah, he did, he did like the cute manifesto and American Elf and sketchbook diaries and all this stuff. American Elf, is that like some kind of weird take on American Werewolf? No, he, he actually used to draw himself as an elf. Oh, right. So, so it's it not like a his life, you know. But weird thing of, uh, right. I need to apologize. Oh, yeah. I forgot to bring back your monograph because I just remembered. <laughs> I've been enjoying that it. That <laughs> No. Feel the This is when this is when comics would not return that time. This is when Nando grows like ten sizes. He's Torero Amigo. Amigo, what the fuck? Honestly. We're a matador. You said that you've eaten too many biscuits. I'm not sure they're high. We can tell, we can tell. Right, okay. Here you go, right? Are you sure? Yeah. Right. I got three. Well, what wow. the hell? Where from? Three quid each from Forbidden Planet. Wow. In London. Yep. And that yeah. is the bargain of the century. Yep. No, no way. I mean, I, I can understand now why you didn't like Orbital <laughs> Comics. Because obviously they didn't have these deals. No. Well, no. fair enough. You know, but that yeah. is, is... That was a steal. That, yeah, wow. total that is that? total Why is that? a lot of them? And that they're trying to get rid of all. I wouldn't say tons. They had like maybe I mean, a quarter of a shelf. They knew as well, aren't they? They're not even yeah, like very good name, well. yeah. Wow. Quarter of a shelf. I have to say, yeah, well, I know you've seen them a thousand times before, but. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I, I think they're fantastic, but I was very it's happy. And yet, yeah. we saw this one. We saw Heartbreak Soup in a no. Mega City the next day. Yeah. And it was eighteen pound. Full yeah. price. Because that's even that's then right. even then they still had it only had it for a tenner. Mm. I was shocked. That's great. Yeah. How long does this go on for? It's still going. Oh, I know that, but I mean I mean like how many volumes is there so far? Roughly. Quite a lot of them. I I didn't buy it in these volumes, so what's Cohete? Cohete, Rocket. So Amori, oh, love and rockets, right? Love and rockets. Because oh. I've seen these two. I saw the other, the green one that you had at the library. I've never seen this one. If ever you come across a deal like that, you got me a message. You got me a phone. Yeah. Go like, yeah. Would you be 
interesting. Do you know what? I just didn't even think I was. But then it is quite a lot to ask you to cart a load of heavy books back from I London. Really <laughs> but the, the was it you in Aberdeen and, and the Hot Love and Rockets like number two or something? Yeah, and it, it was a reprint. Up. It was a reprint, but yeah. yeah. I mean, buy it now, fifty p or something. <laughs> it was like an order. <laughs> now, but there was. Yeah. I think it was just because there was that much. Like you go upstairs and it's all the toys and all the memorabilia. You go downstairs and it's just as big, if not bigger, of just wall to wall comics, graphic novels, fucking everywhere. Yeah, it's so well done. Like, there's somebody constantly going round, sorting the shelves out, making sure that the planet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing more stuff in. Yeah. Oh, just unreal. There's like trolleys everywhere, and they're just excuse me, excuse me, and they're just sorting. I couldn't believe the. Couldn't believe it. And I bought this at Mega City, which was issues 78 to, I think, 79 of Superman Man of Steel when he was in his electric blue suit and he did the red and, they did the red and blue thing when he had the, you know, Superman's molecular structure has went haywire yeah. and now he's made up of pure energy. Controversial yeah. period. I never read it. I never read it, but loads of people hate it. Loads of people I hate love it. it. I actually... Like that—that that makes me inter- more interested in Superman than I've ever been. Right. I don't know whether that's just because my first one, like I say, my first one was Death of Superman. So yeah. everything's very nineties, and this is a very nineties concept as well. I think we kind of back in that. Right, although she mm-hmm. did power part and things. Yeah. And I think it's really good. <laughs> She's bold. She's bad. She's bored. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think they're great and. I'm making it my my mission now to get yeah. every appearance that he was ever in as the electric blue and red. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's much maligned, that costume. Yeah. But you dig it. I love it. So that's all that matters. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that's I what you like it. I that's first it. read it in a Grant Morrison's GLA. Yes. That's the first place I read it and it, it was done very well, I thought. Mm-hmm. Because it meant that he was able to you know, you could get through any sort of system or anything because he just transferred into pure energy. It was fantastic. That was great. He seemed more powerful, but yet he had more flaws. I thought it was fantastic. That was a good track. And these two commandos, an annual oh. from 1989 and an annual from 1990, oh, and I got them both covers. of them yeah. for 50p. Really? From there? From no, Champion. No, I got the two of them at 50p at Cargo Oh. That I was at. I've never seen Commando this size. Yeah, no, I've only ever seen them. Daniels. Ian Kennedy covers. Much yeah, better at this size because they're really? very small, aren't they? The oh, the cover, yeah. cover this one. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Wow. They're great. Very chuffed. Oh, very good. Love the Ian good Kennedy. Good nice. Pretty good one for you there. Yeah. 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 Quite chuffed. Quite chuffed. Very good. When you ask what I was reading, um, when I came from America, I brought lots of books that I have in my up that house, and also I bought a couple of things there as well. So I bought this in a new bookshop in Menorca, in Maon, and it's a graphic oh, novel right. regarding the Spanish Civil War, based on the work of Paul Preston, which is a historian. Who's done a big a lot of work and a lot of books regarding the Spanish Civil War. 
and they're very interesting, very informative. And something I didn't know, I wasn't aware that I was on, it's actually the third edition. Uh, I doubt this is going to be published in English because of the theme itself and it's so complicated and it's a history book mm -hmm. but it's in, 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 a, in a way of graphic novel really really good uh, I really enjoy it at the same time there was times I had to leave the book aside thinking about what it was telling there yeah. mm. my granddad he was in the, in the civil war and um, oh. many families in Spain are still very much there so I found it was really really good book really enjoyable did, you, did you get a lot of stories out of your no. granddad growing up? No, didn't speak no. about it. Didn't speak about it. Okay. I never ever Asked. heard them telling me anything about it no, when I was wee. I mean, first because I was very young, I didn't ask. But they, yeah, true. They, when I was older, I asked my mum and dad, and my mum ne never said no. She never, never spoke about it. Never spoke about it. Is it a thing that a lot of people speak about, or no? Is because of the because of what it was, I, it's so it's so difficult. That in Spain, it was for years the el el el, el pacto de del olvido, which means the pact of forgetting about it. Oh, I yeah. it. oh okay. But mm -hmm. as events and publications are brought forward, it's hard to. It's hard. Mm. And. Especially younger generations, they want to find out what happens to their parents, to their grandparents. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. How they died in the Civil War, where they died, because many don't know mm -hmm. when or where they died. They don't have the remains. Yeah. Many were killed, assassinated, and buried yeah. uh, in communal pits. pits. Yeah. Um, not long ago, they were. Which happens in war? They found in a mine, an abandoned mine, they found hundreds of bodies. Mm. You know, and we're talking about children, babies, yeah. women. A lot. So, very delicate, very painful, very painful thing. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed the book. But it's I was. Did you finish it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really amazing it's stuff. I don't know if this is going to be published in another language. Perhaps it will, but certainly in Spain, it's been a successful one. It's a really good talk, I like how each episode it changes the color. It's a monotone color, mm -hmm. but as we move through different parts of the Civil yeah, War, the color changes. Right. It also loses. A lot of the colour in the bodies and everything. Yes. The faces are there, yeah. but everything so it starts it's, to go stark. It's working. It's working very well with the colour. Yeah. There and. Um, See what you mean. So yeah. Incredible. But a really, really good book. That's good. I really, really enjoy it. I bought it in my own. So it was really good. It was twenty euros, very well spent. Mm. Mm. Uh, I bought this, in I ordered that in. A comic book shop in Barcelona to send it to to Menorca, so when I was there, I could collect it. Mm. And this is a really good book. And I found uh, a couple of blogs in English, people talking about oh. it. Uh, one of them is actually by Eddie Campbell. Oh, all, right. all right, okay. The guy from uh, from hell. From yeah, hell. From hell. Yeah, yeah. amongst other things. Uh, so yeah, very interesting um, about the Viejo del Dibujante. 
Um, so this block here uh, is mentioning the five artists have had enough. Sure, working for one of the biggest comics publishers in the country means steady work and income, but in the return they lose all the rights to their work, not to speak of the constant editorial changes that they have to live with. So why not to live and publish their own comics where to retain full creative control? Sound familiar? <laughs> well, the year is not 1992, and we are not talking about McFarlane, Jim Lee, Mark Silvestri at all. Here we are talking about Escobar, Peñarroya, Conti, Cifre y Giner. Five of the biggest names in the comics in Spain under the dictator Franco in the 1950s and 60s. Most of us outside Spain will know heard about any of the names, but certainly for us, for someone has been brought up in Spain, you've read and you've seen these comics. Mm. We're talking about Bruguera, which is the editorial at that time. That it was the excellence. It was kind of DC Thompson. It would publish everything that everyone would read in the nation. So Bruguera was, had that position in Spain. Now, we're talking about a country that you have to live with the censorship. There was censorship in the actual editorial company that was publishing, yeah. and you had a censorship from the government outside. Yeah. So obviously the editors of Bruguera had to, in order to avoid further delays in the publication, they have to control a little bit what was happening, yeah. and what was allowed or not. So, when the actual censor coming from the government would come in, wouldn't delay it. Wouldn't delay any further. We're talking about publications that were published weekly um, and in millions of copies. Because at that time, comics, or as we call it in Spain, TVOs, were very popular. So you, would go, you would go to the show around the corner, buy the newspaper, and your TVO yeah. with it. The artist, Paco Roca, is probably just now the biggest name in comics and graphic novels in Spain. He's done another uh, very good graphic novel called Wrinkles in English. That one has been published in English. Wrinkles. Wrinkles. Yeah. Arrugas. Um, <clears throat> I think it's been published by Knockabout. So is this a biographical account of... Yeah. Well, kind of. Kind of. I mean, the information is being provided especially... He has done a lot of research. There's been other people who's helping him doing a lot of research. <clears throat> but he's trying to tell the story of this artist leaving Bruguera behind and trying to create their own magazine called Tio Vivo. Uh, is that true? Yes. Right. All of that is true. All the facts are true. And the names and the characters that appear in the book actually are true as well. Um, was it in real life? Was it a yeah. success? Did it work? Tio Vivo... They work on work only for about a year or two. After that, the, the five the five artists had to come back to Bruguera. And Bruguera took them again. Right. And then later they published Tio Vivo, the magazine that they want to do separately, they do that. Um but yeah. It's through all of this Bruguera. Through, yeah, through Bruguera they did it. Oh. But all the artists, all the characters that you see, even the secondary artists and writers, they appear as they are working in the building, are all real people. artists and people who right. publish comics at that time and later. Um, oh, nice. There's oh. one there, uh, Francisco Ibanez, which is one of the guys, one of the young guys at that time. And uh, 
he did Mortadelo and Philemon, which I brought you one of the comics a couple of years ago, a Spanish cartoon, Mortadelo and Philemon. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you remember, right? You got it. Because I bought it one of the holidays I went to. You, know, mm -hmm. you told me, bring me something in Spanish. All right, yeah. And I brought you that one. Yeah, I do remember that. So Francisco Ibaña appears there, and many others appear there, and anecdotes and information. Yeah, yeah. Am I supposed to know where that is from that building? Uh, have a look. It just says winter of 58. I'm just yeah, I think that because many of the buildings and photographs, you might not find them now in Barcelona. Barcelona oh, it's meant to be Barcelona? Because, yeah, it's in Barcelona. Ah. All that happened in Barcelona. I was going to say, that looked like Barcelona, but then I thought, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That happens in Barcelona. Spanish cities. <laughs> it, could be, it could be any Spanish yeah. city with a lot, lot of the like A lot of the, the work in the background, when he's showing buildings and landscapes. Whether that's the, uh, the bullring. Yeah, that's probably the bullring. Bull it bull looks ring. like the bullring outside. Yeah. That's the, the otter. Ah, that's still there. Yeah. So that is probably the bullring. But yeah, a lot of the photo is based on photographic research mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the stories and the events happening a lot of the stuff is and a lot of research on that it's a fantastic book it won many prizes in spain and as i said before paco roca he is now the the main graphic novel artist is it does a really nice art as well very very good very nice so i recommend that to anyone i'm still waiting i know there's been i think there's been an edition, as many edition is in Castilian Spanish, which is this one, there's mm. one in Catalan, there's been one I think in German, could be wrong, I'm waiting to see if it's gonna be published in English. Mm. I know Wrinkles has been done in English by Knockabout, uh, and all of the big books by Paco Roca, but yeah, well worth it, very very interesting, and really enjoy this book as well. And the other thing I'm reading, and the last I brought my old Lieutenant Blueberry mm -hmm. books, comics, and these are by Jean Giraud, also known as Moebius. Oh, right. This is a editions from Spain, 1980, although the originals are from 1970, oh. and they do have that comic as well. Nice. <laughs> oh. Oh, they do. Those commanders did as well. So I'm just rereading them because I haven't read them in years and I had enough allowance in my suitcases to bring all these books. I brought about because I have really 20 of them. <laughs> so 20 outbacks, that's a lot of weight. But I managed to... But yeah, it's just... Very, very enjoyable. It's a fantastic series. Some of the stuff has been published in English. Mm -hmm. um, Del I think DC Comics had... I think it was DC Comics who did it years and years ago. You can still get three or four of the books, but no one else has done it again, so I don't know what's the situation. It's very popular, very, very successful in Spain yeah. and in other countries in Europe. 50 pages, but the, the dense aren't they? They're oh, very, it's, very dense. Look, it's about 48, 50 pages, but I don't mind to pay the 12 or 13 euros that a book nowadays costs. I was lucky enough that I bought them for about 
many of them are going for about 50p to a pound. It was uh, a friend of a friend that was moving and living in Menorca and he had many, many of them. They said, look, I'll give you, I'll give you, you give me so much per book, you can keep them. And it was a bargain and that's how I discovered, I bought all, lots of them. And then I've been buying a few more. Puño de, is that Iron Fist? Puño de yeah. Acero. Yeah. And that's not the most refined. These are, no. because these are younger. Yeah. Whatever you see. Yeah. yeah. He's just trying to blonde, find the that. blonde haired general. That's what this, this one is. This is in 1970, 1971. Yeah. As it goes along. Once, once he goes into <laughs> the 80s, the style changes and it goes much more refined. Although in the, Beautiful, in the books, it's still called yeah. it's a G or G Lo. Mm. Whereas when he does the science fiction, it's more Yes, beautiful. Oh yeah, I recommend that. Lieutenant Blueberry. And don't forget about Charlier, who was the writer of the stories. He was mm -hmm. the writer. Uh, Giro just did the illustration and <coughs> have some of the script, but um, yeah. Mm. I recommend that to anyone. And the last thing I'm reading is Image Plus, which is a magazine that Image is publishing. Starting to give that as a free giveaway with the previous catalog, the first issues. And with the what catalog? The, um, the previous. previous uh. The Diamond previous catalog, the first issues you, you were getting for free. It's $1.99, so it works about pound sixty mm. something like that. Yeah. Quite interesting magazine, actually. It's all about image. Mm. Uh, there's interviews, there's previews of what they're about to publish. They also have some sections uh, where they talk about a particular comic book shop in the United States. <coughs> oh, um, for example, there's one here they're talking about, you know, the comics, Monkey Comics. Oh, okay. And they give you the address and the contact details. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to see. It's and then, yeah, there's a lot of preview, a lot of stuff with it and an index of what they're gonna publish that month right. so very nicely put together yeah it's, it's a good edition magazine it's a nice format um, so it's a good taster mm. so they publish two three four pages of the comic and you certainly have a better idea well so you're than this now so yeah fantastic yeah the email this for is, the preferred oh, heads up fantastic <clears throat> very good that's great we never got on to the Harveys, maybe we should do the Harveys next. Okay, we'll do something else. We can, well, yeah, we can, you know, we can speak about the Harveys another time. <laughs> Actually, one thing I did see was oh, yeah, yeah. Dean, Dean Hasfield's a good writer artist. He, he did like the keynote speech at the Harveys. Mm. That's worth a look. Alright, oh, is he just the guy introducing right? Yeah. The compare. It's a lot of love in them. Really? It's like us, isn't it? I'm nodding. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> is that only? Is there an actual? That's all right. So. Yeah. I think I'll go watch that, yeah? Yeah, watch it. I'm gonna have a proper watch. Thanks, guys.
get in touch for more links to the podcast, links to buy our comics and more, then go to our link tree at thatcomicsmell.com. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thank you for listening. The music you can hear is by Richter FM and it's the title track from the EP Hibiscus. You can check out Richter FM and this EP on Bandcamp, YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music.